Welcome to the Community Podcast, brought to you by the Community Paper. Since 1989, the Community Paper has been sharing good news happening in downtown Orlando and College Park. Your hosts for the show are Orlando native and the paper's publisher, Debbie Gunter, and Orlando transplant and managing editor, Tommy Cardinal. Welcome back to the Community Podcast. How are you? Good. It's April Fool's. Do you have any April Fool's jokes? I don't, but one time we did something when the paper just covered College Park. I put in an article online that there was this huge complex going in um, at the front of Dartmouth Park, a high rise, and that the tap room at Dove's Dread was moving and that was going to be the uh, restaurant that was on the first floor. And, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! People got so mad at me. I thought it was so funny, but so did not you have the whole the, the whole comment section <laughs> yeah. on Facebook and everything? Yeah, people. When really was this? Believed it. This was oh gosh, it was years probably five years ago. Oh my gosh! I haven't done one of those since. I thought it was funny. We missed it this year. <laughs> I know. Dang! I didn't even think of it. I know. Okay, something else that's um, top of mind today besides April Fools, a couple in a couple days you young man will be able to get the vaccine are you gonna do it uh yeah i'm gonna do it are you yeah the second i am able to yeah and i want to get 5th. the johnson and johnson and just get it over with just yeah. one shot but then you have to wait two weeks right isn't that what they say until you're until you're actually like able to not get covid <laughs> not get covid yeah i was supposed to visit my friend on the beach this weekend and he got covid Oh, man, really? Right before oh. he was able to get it. So Yeah, a lot of young people are getting it lately from what I hear. He works in a restaurant, so it's indoor restaurant, so it's probably, probably was bound to happen. Well, I got my first vaccine in March and get my second Moderna on April 20th, so I'll be glad to have that behind me. It's just kind of this weird peace of mind when you get it. You're yeah. just like, hey. And more and, pe- more, and more people. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, we just uh, sent out the April edition of the CUNY paper, and every month I tend to kind of find one story that I call my favorite. And this month, one of the stories that's on the cover just touched my heart. And so I wanted to share with our listeners a little bit more about that story. On the cover of the April edition, if you pick it up in a store, if you get it in the mail, make sure you read the story about the couple, the Bastedo. I don't know if you say it, Bastedo, Bastedo, Kimberly and Michael, they have been, sadly, they've gone through some, you know, fertility issues. She's had four miscarriages and they're trying to adopt a baby. But many people don't know how expensive it is to Mm. adopt a baby and it can be around $10,000. So they have come up with this way to raise money, which I've never heard of before, and I think it's just genius. They, um, there's an organization that you can give them shoes. Like they're, they're collecting, Kimberly and Mike are collecting shoes, and they mm-hmm. can give the shoes to this organization who then sends the shoes to um, underdeveloped countries, and they will pay them by the pound for the shoes. So... They have a box set up outside of their house. You can you can read all about it in the paper. I'll tell you where to go to drop off your shoes. But um, they they still need about twenty five hundred pairs of shoes, or or like maybe just two thousand pairs of platform heels. Oh, that weigh a lot because it's by weight. <laughs> 
So if oh. you have any really heavy shoes, tap dancers. I don't think those would be very welcomed, though. Well, why not? You think? <laughs> I don't know. In developing countries? I don't know. People, people wear, heel, wear platform heels in developing countries, too. Okay. Well, you bring your platforms. Okay. I'm going to go. No, I'm keeping mine. I'm going to go find some tennis <laughs> shoes in my closet. Um, but no, no I but just, that's so cool. It's such a cool story. And I, the, I spoke to um, Adari, who wrote the story, and she said it was so emotional, and the couple were crying through the interview. And um, they just want this so badly. And one of the things that kind of got them thinking about adoption is Kimberly's father was adopted. And mm. so the fact that her grandparents, you know, did that and adopted her dad, and now she has this great life because of that. And um, anyway, so his the grandfather's name was Jesse. So they have decided whether it's a boy or a girl, the baby's name will be Jesse, um, just spelled differently. And they have the room ready to go, and they're just waiting on that call. They're adopting a, a baby somewhere in Florida, so they're just packed and ready. But um, they do have a lot of expenses that go along with that. So yeah. I hope everybody will read that story. And they do have a GoFundMe page set up, too, if you don't have any extra shoes in your closet. But um, I'm sure most of us could probably go scrounge up some mm-hmm. shoes we haven't worn in a couple years. It's such a cool, like... Um alternative to a gofundme page right and uh it's it, i want to shout out adari because that is such an emotional story to tell mm-hmm. and i think she did a great job and i bet she was crying and they were crying but still she's is... amazing just like all of our interns so adari is one of our um interns from ucf and every semester they just blew me away she actually pitched that story idea so Um, Yeah, kudos to her. She's great. We're going to take a little break right now, but when we come back, we're going to share some good news happening in each four of our coverage areas. Did you know that you can get the community paper delivered to your door each month for just $20 a year? Find out more at yourcommunitypaper.com. Hello, welcome back. We are getting ready to kind of break down some, some cool things happening in each of our four coverage areas in downtown Orlando with College Park, North Downtown, Downtown Orlando, and South Downtown. Um, Something super cool that is happening in College Park. I know a lot of people are excited to attend the Zoom meeting that's happening on April 7th. We have all these parks in College Park, and they need some love. And apparently the city is planning on doing some major renovations and they are going to unveil these um the projected improvements on april 7th via zoom it's at 6 30 at night commissioner stewart is going to let everyone in on what's going on those is this you- including the packing district it is so it includes dartmouth park which is right across the street from our office and um for those of you who don't know there's this huge green space there used to be a building there years ago it was torn down and everyone's been just sort of waiting you know to see what's going to happen with that green space so we're going to find that out on april 7th and then albert park where the big oak tree fell not that long ago and that's kind of a weird situation now over there um and i know college park main street has been you know working uh, for years actually trying to come up with a plan and um so when the city is ready to do something that they would 
have some input from from their organization on what would work well and they've worked with some landscape architects and um, space planners and that type of thing so I don't know space planner is the right word but people who plan things for outside Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so that Albert Park is one of them Lake Fairview Park and then the city park at the packing district so um, I know College Park residents are super excited to find out um, what's going to be happening and and they're going to get to very soon that tree in Albert Park I was just over there for College Park Spark and it looks like it's growing leaves and it doesn't seem like it's fallen over or anything i think it might just be that shape now yep i i don't think it's going anywhere those oaks can do some crazy things it's amazing isn't it Mm -hmm. and they're protected so if an oak tree falls but it doesn't die the city um leaves it and so it's now just going to continue to grow in a new way so cool yeah so it'll be interesting to see what happens i mean people have been talking about everything from splash pads to gazebos to um you know big uh, band shells for concerts and so it'll be interesting to see what's actually going to happen mm-hmm. i can't wait what what do you know what's going on downtown so one cool thing that's happening is the zebra coalition is going to be moving into the davis park motel probably which is this old hotel that's on colonial just east of orange avenue and in the back they have a uh, favo Oh, yeah. Faith Arts Village Orlando, mm-hmm. where a bunch of uh, artists set up in old motel rooms. Well, they, they've been refurbished, and they use that as their studio and gallery space, and they open every first Friday, I think. And uh, the Zebra Coalition is also moving into another portion of that motel. Um, they're going to refurbish 22 rooms and use it as transient youth, youth housing. That's so great. So for... They don't do it for actual youth, so like 13 to 18, um, they don't offer housing for them, but 18 to 24-year-olds who have been, who are homeless, LGBTQ, that were abandoned by their family or kicked out by their family, um, the Zebra Coalition offers housing, like short-term housing for them, and uh, right now they have a bunch of different places where they do that, and they're going to consolidate into this one portion of the Davis Park Motel. And it's going to be 22 rooms, and they're going to have to do a lot of renovations, so it's not going to be anytime soon. But um, That's so great that they're moving in that direction. A friend of mine had um, one of her daughter's friends slept on her couch for many a night because um, she had her parents kicked her out, so she had nowhere to go. So I think this is so wonderful. Yeah, it's so sad, and it's needed, yeah. sadly. But yeah, it's it such a, a great organization zebra coalition in north downtown in ivanhoe they are on april 3rd which is in just a couple of days they are having another one of their historic bike tours have you ever done that no i haven't either but i would love to they this night they're having two the first one is at four it's from four to five thirty and then there's one from five forty five to seven so you could do one or the other or both um there is a 25 dollar fee but Hopper, you know those bikes, Hopper. Mm-hmm. The they provide the bikes and there's no charge for that. And then um you go on this tour and they explain some of the history of the area and then also some new things that are coming up and um kind of like plans for the the district. And then at the end everyone um gets a drink ticket and a Ivanhoe tote bag and 
kind of get to hang out and make some new friends. Um, so it's $25 for the first tour, which covers the Virginia Drive area. And then they end up at Ivanhoe Park Brewing. And then the second one at 545, that one covers the Orange Avenue area. And they it's also $25. And they end up at the Imperial for a drink and um i'll get their tote bag and hang out and watch the sunset and cool. it sounds super fun yeah they've been doing that for a while and um i just love that it's a great way to get people learning more about the district and then also just you know networking and and getting out of the house and, and riding your bike and, and it's great weather i might do the orange avenue one because i live on orange avenue yeah you should what about soto what's going on down there um well the there's a lot happening in the lake como neighborhood they uh they had their floating christmas tree in the water a little too long and just recently yes i was surprised when i saw that story i was like wait it's april yeah i mean what's the longest you've left your christmas tree out i'm a day after take it down really i don't yeah you just like you lose the spirit immediately i do i just don't like the clutter i'm i may like thanksgiving day put it up though so i'm all excited but then when it's all done i'm like okay i've had enough i usually leave it till mid-january or so get the because I like to get the real tree so I can smell it and yeah. it acts as an air freshener <laughs> until my cat starts jumping on it. But um, yeah, yeah. The, so they March is a bit long. That's when they took it down, right? Yeah, they took mm-hmm. it down in March, and um, it, it was a floating Christmas tree. So I guess we can't blame them too much because it was in the middle of the water. Right, um, and in their defense, we all know how that goes when you know you're kind of relying on volunteers to help get it together and mm-hmm. people are busy and it's cold and and all that so anyway so but, the tree's down yeah the tree's down but they're replacing it with well they're not gonna put it on the water but now they're working on something new as a flag um so the lake como neighborhood is gonna have their own flag and residents are working on the design and they just sent out a survey to all the lake como residents about what represents their neighborhood the best and, that's uh, so cool some local neighbors are going to be designing it and i can't wait to see what it is and so in the paper do we tell um if someone wanted to submit a design do we tell about that in the paper no because it's about the lake como neighbors specifically so they're dealing with that oh yeah got it yeah that's really cool because i have i would have no idea what would go in lake como i don't hang out over there but i I heard something about lions apparently they have a lion connection which would be a really cool flag i did not know that yeah, they have a bunch of wild lions ro- roaming the streets. <laughs> Either that or their the founder was an SAE. What's that? You know, the fraternity lion is their mascot. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, the lions roaming the streets was the April Fool's joke. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to use that the sound so bar. That was so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my life is complete. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that'll be exciting. There's so much more in the paper. So I hope everyone will grab um, the April edition out on newsstands now or go online and sign up for a subscription. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Community Podcast. Did you like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends and family to do the same. Stay up to date on the latest news from the Community Paper by visiting yourcommunitypaper.com and follow them on social media. The show is produced by Nick Giorgudio. Learn more about starting your own podcast 
by visiting orlandopodcasting.com.